Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. In today's show, I am talking about metabolic damage, how you can reverse the scary thing that happens to some people if they're in a calorie deficit for a long time, and just really what you need to know about um, reverse dieting, preventing metabolic damage, and how you know if you have it. I start out today's show with a great t-shirt giveaway. If you haven't left a review on iTunes, please go do so. Um, just search Fitness, Food, and Freedom in the podcast app. Hit the Triple F logo and hit ratings and reviews. Leave a nice written review. That'd mean a lot, and it would definitely help the show. Thank you for joining me today uh, on this nice Friday for a foodie Friday as summer's winding down. Um, thank you for joining me. Thank you for spending your time with me today and for tuning in to hear about metabolic damage. Let's get down to the show. I'm Jordan Stoltz, and this is the Triple F Podcast. Welcome to the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Keep listening for some awesome advice on health, motivation, and becoming a better version of yourself. Be sure to tune in every week for Motivation Monday, Workout Wednesday, and Foodie Friday. Behind the mic today, your host, a strength and conditioning coach, husband, and businessman, Jordan Stoltz. What's going on, guys? It's Jordan Stoltz back with another show, and today is a Foodie Friday. Foodie Friday. As summer's winding down and I'm getting closer to 100 episodes, it's exciting, and I'm really excited about today's show specifically because I'm talking about metabolic damage. This is a topic I could talk about every week because I think it's something so many people struggle with and something so many people have misconceptions about and just go about weight loss all wrong and then end up with metabolic damage. So I think it's a very kind of obscure subject and something that there's a lot of misinformation on. So I want to clear this one up today for you in this Foodie Friday episode. But before I do that, I promised you on Monday and Wednesday, I would do a t-shirt giveaway for those who left reviews this last week. Um, so I'll received a few reviews and I want to say thank you to those people who left reviews. So the winner of the t-shirt this week is Baker Boo 1. Baker Boo 1 left a review called Concise and Helpful, and I'm going to read it really quick. Uh, it says, I've been listening to this podcast for three weeks now. It seems like each episode there's some helpful tool I can use throughout my week. I appreciate all the information shared has been actually used and given explanations of the success. I've shared this podcast with my tennis team, and several people have used the information as well. Keep up the good work. Baker Brew 1, you win a free fitness, food, and freedom t-shirt. Please send your shipping address and the name I read to jordanstoltzfitness at gmail.com or head over to triplefpodcast.com slash contact, which is linked in the full description of the show. And you can leave your information through the contact form there. That will go to my email as well. Thank you, Baker Boo One, for the review. And thank you to everyone else who left a review this week. If you haven't left one, Go do so on iTunes. You'll be entered to win a t-shirt in the upcoming week or two. Um, I liked this review, especially because Baker Boo 1 said that they had 
shared the podcast with their tennis team. That was pretty cool uh, to actually share it with your friends and family and spread the word of the Triple F message. All right, that's out of the way. And um, thank you again for everyone who's left the reviews. Today's topic is about metabolic damage, which is something that I'm really interested in right now. And it's something that I think a lot of people need to be more knowledgeable about because this is very common and it's really misunderstood because metabolic damage can result very easily in a lot of common weight loss methods, right? So what do you think is the most common way to lose weight? Well, it is, you know, to go on some crazy diet and you end up kind of starving yourself or you end up, you know, only eating celery or only drinking broth or green juice or something like this. It's there's a lot of very extreme diets and a lot of very extreme calorie deficits that result uh, from that that can result in metabolic damage. And I want to de- define metabolic damage and try to you know give you a diagnosis if you have one, and then talk about prevention and reversing it. So let's get down to today's show about metabolic damage episode number I think eighty four. Metabolic damage, just like when I talked about adrenal fatigue, it's not necessarily a true condition, it's not a disease, and it's not something you are stuck with once you have it. What metabolic damage is, is it's a term, okay? Metabolic damage is a term used to describe the body's response to just a prolonged caloric deficit or like a prolonged diet or a prolonged starvation mode is what you could say. So metabolic damage is just the term to describe this. It's not, it doesn't mean you can't, it doesn't mean you don't have a metabolism going anymore, right? It's not about that fire that's inside of you. Like some people say, the laws of physics still apply here. The energy in versus energy out always is going to apply, right? If you eat more than you burn, you're going to gain weight. And if you eat less than you burn, you're going to lose weight no matter what. And that does not change whether you have metabolic damage, quote unquote, or not. However, it will change how easy this process is. So if you're eating 3000 calories a day and you're not gaining or losing weight, that would be your maintenance calories. And you're lucky to have that high of maintenance calories. But if you drop your calories, say by three, 400 calories, you're going to start losing weight because you're going to burn more than you eat unless you completely become sedentary. However, as the body sits in that calorie deficit, it's going to adapt, right? The body is very good at adaptation and it's going to eventually burn less energy to try to conserve itself. So if you have a maintenance you are not gaining or losing weight, or maybe you're overweight and you're currently eating around 2,500 calories a day, and you drop your calories down to 1,500 calories a day, so a 1,000 calorie deficit. You drop it right down and you start shedding some pounds, right? Because immediately, your body's gonna recognize it is burning way more than it's eating. So you're gonna drop weight quickly. However, that's gonna stall out because you're going to be sitting in that calorie deficit for a while, right? If you're sitting there for weeks or months or hopefully not, but maybe years, I've seen it before, um, especially in women. I think this podcast really speaks to women because this is a big problem in the female fitness community. Uh, 
but you're going to sit at that low calorie deficit for a long time. And eventually your body is going to adapt. It's going to lower its maintenance to make sure that, you know, the amount of food you're putting in is enough to conserve itself. And it's not just going to waste away. Your body is very smart and it's very adaptable. So your maintenance lowers. What that means is the deficit you have doesn't work anymore, right? And where do you go from there? When you lower from a you lower a thousand calories down, where do you go when your weight loss stops? You have to keep going down to lose weight. So you keep lowering your deficit. And then if you want to gain muscle, now instead of eating more than 2,500, which is your maintenance, you have to eat only more than 1,500. So it's going to be way easier to put on fat later on. This is what's referred to as metabolic damage. That's the process that happens. It's a change in your maintenance calories. It's a change in how much energy is actually burned through your resting metabolic rate and your total daily energy expenditure. So that's RMR and TDEE. Those things are changed and that's what metabolic damage is. And you can kind of see how this could be a problem, right? If you're maintenance lowers so much, you're not going to be able to lose weight because you're just going to have to keep eating less and less food. You are going to stall out quickly, even though you're going to lose weight quickly with that big deficit. And when you try to gain muscle later, or you try to bring your calories back up to maintenance, you're going to be stuck at a lower number than you would have been if you would have taken a smarter approach. So do you have metabolic damage? Let's find out. You may have metabolic damage if these are the things that might cause metabolic damage. I'm not saying you are experiencing this, but these are some warning signs that I see if I do a questionnaire with a client or I talk to them about their eating habits, uh, either through online coaching or personal training. These are the these are the kind of the signs to me is if you've been a calorie deficit for a very long time. So you're kind of constantly either yo-yo dieting or you're constantly trying to lose some fat, whether it's a little bit left or a lot left. If you're constantly eating not very much food for your body weight, um, then that's a problem, right? Because you're in that calorie deficit for a prolonged time. That tells me your maintenance is probably adapted to that lower number. Number two is if your weight loss has stalled, even though you're diligently tracking your food activity and you're eating the right amounts, right? So you're definitely eating the right macros and calories of what you think you should do, what your body needs, and you're being active and you're expending energy throughout the day. So the ratio is good there, right? The energy in versus energy out is good. However, if your weight loss has stalled, that means your total daily energy expenditure and your RMR have lowered because that energy out is not actually more than the energy in. It's more equal or hopefully not, but maybe even lower. So this stalling of weight loss, even with a calorie deficit, tells me that you might have some metabolic damage issues going on. Um, if you don't, cons you know, you go three weeks, two, three weeks is usually what I'll look at. And if you haven't lost anything less than a half a pound, then you have a problem. So that's kind of the test you can do on yourself if you're in a calorie deficit right now. If you haven't lost weight at all and you're diligent with all these different things, um, go you know a couple of weeks and see what happens. I do want to touch on though that uh, a lot of times you know you might think you have this problem, you might think you have metabolic damage, but in reality you're just not diligent in tracking your food, eating the right foods, and you know actually training and 
expending energy. You have to actually have that balance correct. And you have to be more diligent in what you eat. So be sure you have everything else dialed in before you start worrying about something this specific. But these are some signs to look out for. Number three, another one here is that you don't get hungry after training or other calorie expenditure. So if you expend more energy, you don't become hungry to try to counteract this. This is like a natural response. If you don't have this, it's a sign of metabolic damage. And then number four is you don't feel or you do feel adapted or you feel comfortable to your deficit. So saying that 1500 calorie example, uh, if you used to eat 2500, now you eat 1500. If the person told me in the questionnaire or a meeting with them, if they told me this feels right, right? Like this isn't that little of food. It feels fine. I'm not too hungry. You know, I've it's easy to eat this amount, that would be a problem to me because that's a thousand calorie deficit from where you were. And if you feel comfortable with that, if it's not uncomfortable, then you probably have, you know, damaged your metabolism or lowered your maintenance calories to that amount. So it's actually adapted to that lower number, which is bad, right? We want it to be as high as possible. So let's get into how you can kind of cure this whole problem and prevent it. To me, as with a lot of things, prevention is the key to metabolic damage because it's going to take a long time. It's a long process. And for some people, a very painful psychological process to reverse the damage that can be done by metabolic damage or lowering your maintenance. Reversing it would be basically just bringing your maintenance calories up high again so you can start losing weight effectively and be more sustainable in your calorie deficit. Now, this is I said this is a long process because you can't do this too fast because you're going to gain fat if you do it too fast. And it's painful psychologically for a lot of people because you might be putting on some weight, maybe some fat, and you're going to have to eat more food. And if you've been in a calorie deficit for you know a year, that's going to be hard to do. It's going to be painful to start adding in more food, maybe see your results stall or go the opposite way. But it is in the long process for the good. So prevention is key, so you don't have to deal with all these different things. If you aren't in metabolic damage already, this part's for you because this is going to help you prevent this from even happening in the first place. So I have five tips that I think are going to help you uh, stay out of metabolic damage and prevent this from even happening in the first place. Number one is not to stay in a deficit without a break for longer than three months. That's 12 weeks and I would say you need a diet break after every 12 weeks, which I would say would be a week. Okay, so every 12 weeks, and that's even pushing the length, I'd even say eight weeks is good, but every eight to 12 weeks, two to three months, you know, take a break from your diet. Just don't track, eat a little bit more food, eat more carbs, eat sooner in the day, and take this break from your diet so you can kind of you know, give your body some more food and make sure that maintenance isn't too far lowered and it's not too adapted to that lower amount of calories. So don't stay in the deficit too long without a break. Number two is to take those regular diet breaks or refeed days. So you're taking those diet breaks a week at a time, two weeks at a time, a month at a time, or you're doing refeed days throughout your deficit where you're doing maybe six days on a 25 to 30% deficit and then, um, maybe a refeed day at your current maintenance or at 10% surplus of calories, that's going to help kind of make a wave in that calorie deficit and keep your body guessing and keep that maintenance calories high. Number three, not to make your deficit too extreme. Okay, Don't make it too 
high of a deficit, meaning that thousand calorie deficit would be very high. I would say 25% drop in calories is a good place to start. So if you have a maintenance of, um, let's say, 3,000 calories, I would say drop, you know, six, 700 calories out of that. And that's a good place to start for your deficit. Maybe you start on the higher end of that. So if your maintenance is 3,000, you drop down to like 25, 2,400 calories and try to lose your all your weight at that level, maybe down 100 or two calories from that, but not any more than that. I definitely wouldn't go more than a thousand calorie deficit because that's pretty extreme. Number four, monitor your weight closely as you begin to lose weight. All right, so this is meaning you're tracking your weight every day and the average per week. So you're seeing how much weight you're losing every week. And if it's too much, then you can kind of raise your calories so you're not in that too extreme of a deficit. This is a good way to kind of see how your body's reacting to to different food levels. The weight's going to fluctuate, but taking averages per week is going to be the key there. Uh, If your average weight per week over the course of three, four weeks is going by more than a pound or a pound and a half for really overweight people, you need to maybe raise your calories a little bit and make sure you're not in too extreme of a deficit and be sure to take those diet breaks. Last tip, number five, is just the whole concept I'm talking about today, which is try to eat as much as possible to get the results you want, right? This is the whole concept of minimal effective dose where you're doing the least amount of work possible to elicit the change. So you're trying to have the littlest deficit possible to lose the weight per week you need to. If you're already in trouble, so if you've already had this metabolic damage, you've been in this calorie deficit for a long time, your weight loss has stalled, you are comfortable in this deficit, and you gain fat if you add more calories, you can reverse it. Like I said, it's going to take a lot of time, and it might be kind of hard psychologically at first, but you know that's part of the thing you just need to accept, and this is very necessary. So to reverse the damage, you need to be okay with gaining some weight. You're going to put on a little bit of body weight. Not all fat, though. You're going to gain some muscle. You're going to be more healthy. Um, you're going to maybe hold a little, more, little bit more water. You're going to gain maybe a little fat as you go through it, but it shouldn't be a lot if you're smart with this, and that's why you got to do it slowly and make the long process. You need to realize the long-term benefit of reversing the damage before you even start with it, okay? And for example, person A, so think about person A and person B. Person A loses 10 pounds really quick, eating 1,200 calories for eight weeks, okay? So over a pound a week and, uh, yeah, over a pound a week and loses a lot of weight. However, they're at this low calorie level. Person B reverses the damage that they had and, you know, they maybe gain three pounds, but they move their maintenance calories up to 2,600 calories instead of, say, 1,500 calories. So they lose 10 pounds later in 10 weeks, but, you know, so it might take 20 weeks to lose those 10 pounds instead of eight weeks, but you can lose those 20 pounds at 2,300 calories or 2,200 calories instead of 1,200. You've given yourself 1,000 more calories to eat which is going to create sustainability, consistency. It's going to kind of ease some stress on your body. And you're going to make sure that, you know, you can enjoy yourself. So how do you do this? How do you reverse the damage that can be caused by prolonged deficits? 
Well, before I even going to go over this, it's my belief that it's best to have a coach that can adjust your macros as needed. If you're not an expert in nutrition or diet, I recommend getting some kind of nutrition coaching. Um, there's a lot of good options out there. I offer it on my site as well. Go to triplefpodcast.com. Just look at the top for products and there's different coaching packages. Pretty affordable and definitely is going to help you through this process. Um, I'll be there kind of to you know, adjust your numbers as you go. Or I'd say pick up my macro guide so you at least know a good place to start. Triplefpodcast.com slash macro. Uh, go check those out because I really think that's the best way to do it because you're going to have someone kind of holding your hand through it and teaching you what you need to know as you go. So that's my first advice is to hire a coach. If you want to do it yourself, what basically I would do for you if you were my client would be over time to slowly add in calories, maybe a hundred a week, maybe less, maybe 200, 300 a week, depending what your body weight is doing. Most of that coming from carbohydrates. And this is going to be added in every week. You don't increase your body weight. So if you're 150 pounds and I add in 200 calories and you stay 150 or you sometimes I've seen this a lot in women, especially you're going to drop your weight a couple pounds, adding in more food then you know, I'll keep on adding, add 200 more. And then if you don't gain weight, I'll add 200 more. That's 600 extra calories you can eat per day. And then maybe I add 200 more and you gain a few pounds of fat. So we'll drop that calorie back down to where it was, stay there for a while, try to add a little bit again. Just try to keep on inching up that maintenance calorie level, maintain it there for a few weeks, and then drop it down to your new deficit, which is gonna be incredibly higher than your old deficit. It's basically taking a long diet break and strategically adding in food. Taking a long diet break is another way you can reverse the damage, kind of a more simple way and kind of a way that you might add some more body fat. So if you really want to minimize the fat storage, you really want to minimize putting on weight, you need to slowly add it in or hire a coach to do this so you don't increase your weight a lot. But if you don't really care about that, you just want to fix your metabolism, I'd say just pound a bunch of food for a long time, right? It sounds kind of silly. It sounds like a seafood diet, seafood and eat it, but that's what's going to work. Taking a long diet break and making sure you're not in that steep deficit, do this for a long time and you're going to definitely help your metabolism out. Foodie Friday. That's today's show, and I'm Jordan Stoltz, your host. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed today's episode about metabolic damage. It's a big topic, and it's a big thing that a lot of people struggle with. And I mean, this is why the fitness industry, weight loss pills, powders, drinks, programs are so popular, right? Because this happens. You put yourself in this metabolic damage, you can't lose weight anymore, and you're looking for that magic bullet when, however, you just need to listen to your body and fix the problems that arise and find that root cause. It takes time, it takes patience, it takes some work. Sometimes it takes a coach, but it is necessary, and it's definitely going to help contribute to your stress-free, happy, healthy life, okay? That's today's Foodie Friday, and I'm Jordan Stoltz, hoping you guys have a great weekend. It is August 11, and we are winding down the summer, which is crazy and sad, but I hope you guys still stay motivated for your fitness goals, and you still keep on getting healthier, more fit, better with food, and more free every single day. 
See you guys on Monday for Motivation Monday. Have a good weekend. Thank you for listening to the Triple F Podcast. Please leave a five-star iTunes review and share the podcast with your friends and family. Tune in next time for more great tips on fitness, food, and freedom. 